Hello and welcome to the Sports Society podcast, a show about everything sports. Join us each week as we review and dissect the top games and sporting events across the globe, listening to the latest news to emerge from the world of sports. My name is Dan, and as always, I am joined by Chris, Ads and Josh. This is the Sports Society podcast. How are we, lads? Picking goals, mate. Yeah, yeah, the boys. Should we uh should we crack open a beer? I'm not on night shift, so oh, <laughs> how good is it, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, that boys. Oh, I'm very thirsty. All right, ads, should we uh kick off the socials? Yeah, Chris, did you want to do it? Oh Chris, who wants to do it? <laughs> Go on, son. Go on, son. All right, follow us on uh, the Sports Society podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, yeah, send your boys. questions in to the email address. Um, send your questions in. Whatever you want, we'll we'll discuss. The email address is the Sports Society Podcast at gmail.com, by the way. And we yeah. will be getting a Facebook page so, up and running soon too, and we're going to start yeah. releasing some more statistical graphics as well. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, just watch this space. We'll get a Facebook up and running. Soon as Josh pulls his finger out of his dot, <laughs> then we'll, uh, we'll get one going. Fingers, mate, not finger. Don't, don't underestimate the looseness. <laughs> All right. Speaking of looseness, yeah. I want to get the uh, this this week's episode off, and this this is specifically targeted at Josh and Ad. So please tell me if you recognise this. Do you recognise that boys? Yeah, no? That's Ulova, the Fijian, that, that's the Ulova Fijian Ulova national anthem. <laughs> Go on, boys. Do you know what you it sounds battered. like? You got battered. It sounds like, sounds like, sounds like, like, like Mr. A, Bean in the church back in the day. <laughs> you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a reaming. I wanna, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I want to kick that off, right? So I'm I'm not the, the greatest rugby fan of all time, <clears> right? I respect all sport. I don't fully understand it. But... When it comes to Australia, right, I think there's one thing we demand. We demand effort. Don't always need to win, but effort. In the same token, disgracing our performance is showing no respect to Fiji. Like you had one country who was playing with heart and you had another country who I reckon the Wallabies came out just thinking they were going to win it. I'm glad Fiji beat us. Uh, like, to, like, to be fair, look, you gave away stupid penalties constantly and that's probably the only reason Fiji won. Um, two good, two good tries, but it it cost you. Yeah, you, you're right, ads. It cost you at the end of the day, and Fiji just took that opportunity. They did miss miss two penalties actually, but I think Josh what was they right. did I think was we enough. just didn't show them enough respect. And it, really, no. And look, given the Fiji's recent performance against Wales, you have to say that mm. for for some reason the bookies had Australia going into that game as favourites. I looked at that and thought, there's there's absolutely no way they're favourites. No way. So, is, and anyone that had Fiji down for a win in their multi, hats off to you. And here's like, a fair play. For you. The only two tries scored were both for the Wallabies were both Fijians, Korobidi and Vunavalu, both Fijians. Yeah, I did. I did see. Uh, the only players that scored last night were Fijians, but or this morning, whenever it was. But the thing that shits me about this, right, is <clears throat> the Wallabies hierarchy got rid of our previous coach to get Eddie Jones back, the Messiah from England, mm-hmm. and. 
without knowing a whole lot about the game, I reckon a Wallab is playing the worst brand of rugby they've ever played. It's, a tr- it's boring. I tried to watch the highlights and I couldn't. I could not it's watch that. Like, talk about Chris, you're the is all you want. Fiji dominated us. Yeah, they did. Think 22 to 15 as well, guys. Why is Eddie Jones the Messiah, by the way? That's what they wanted to get him back. They wanted him to be the Messiah. They, Why? Was, when he won absolutely fuck all England? The rugby hierarchy in Australia, mate, threw the kitchen sink at him. I was reading about it today. Like, everyone on the, yeah. on the board of directors wanted him. I'm sorry, they should all lose their jobs after this because clearly it wasn't a good appointment. He's playing the wrong players. Um, I was reading something this morning that they reckon he's playing too light on, like our squad's too small. And they're just getting absolutely smashed in the ruck and smashed on the on the wings. Like, yeah. Thing I, is, I, Fiji, Fiji are a good team. They beat us in the in the World Cup warm ups. They nearly pushed Wales to the end. They beat you. Not, I wouldn't say convincingly. What was it? Twenty two. No, fifteen twenty two. It's not. It wasn't a battering. It wasn't a reaming. No, it, it was. Um, it was a couple of penalties that you gave away um, softly. So I wouldn't say they still win. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's still a win, but it wasn't a convincing win. But like, how disrespectful is are we as like mainstream sports to constantly like when a, when a lesser nation wins, like a Fiji or a, or a, I don't know who else would you say is a lesser nation? I guess a Japan. Like, as soon as we lose a Fiji, time, Fiji aren't a lesser nation in terms of rugby. Fiji, no, that of, quality. Yeah, Fiji are one of the best teams in the World Cup. Like, if you, if you think about the. The, the ranking you've got, like, uh, you've got the Ireland, uh, New Zealand, South Africa, England, Fiji are above England, they're above Australia. Um, you've got Wales, you've got the uh, Samoa. There's Fiji are one of the best Pacific Islanders teams with, uh, in, in the tournament. So, so why, are we disappointed, way- why are we disappointed that Australia lost in Fiji's... Higher up. No, we're not. Like, I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to poke no, the, the meat. No, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like we're saying that Australia should have won apart from those penalties. Why no, you shouldn't have won. You shouldn't have won. No way we shouldn't have won. No way and no, they shouldn't have won. They deserve that no. all night long. It's a first world yeah. country thing, mate. We it it's just the fact that we lost to a country that we see as, as lesser than ours. That's what it is. Because, really? Well I mean, look Really? You really think that's the case? Look at the media today. Wallabies disgrace this that I didn't know that about the rankings, Chris, that Fiji were ahead of the Wallabies. But so why why is the media carrying on like it's the end of the world? So up in Queensland, the media does because mate. that's what the media because you was does. you was expected to win somehow. And I just don't see how. I don't know because given like, like I said a minute ago, given Fiji's recent performance against Wales, there was no way you were yeah. going to win that. No nah. way, no chance. Nah, and the thing is with um, Australia is. You've been off the ball for like the past year now, maybe two. Past so you haven't been, I'd say longer. Yeah, you haven't been playing great for a while. So I don't think it's surprising that Fiji beat you. Fiji, rugby in Fiji is like religion. Mm. You know, and Chris, I, I expect that I expected them to come up or or do something. You know, in one tournament. So maybe this is the one. Australia are seventh in the world rankings. Fiji are ninth. Where's England then? England are sixth. The world rankings before the World Cup, Fiji were above England. <clears throat> I'm I'm pretty sure they were as well. Yeah, oh, Fiji yeah. have dropped. Yeah, they've dropped yeah. from seventh. Yeah, uh, this is ju- yeah. Uh, obviously, the rankings are going off the World Cup. So yeah, 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 yeah. So as it stands now, yeah, England yeah, yeah. were eighth before the World Cup. 
Yeah, pre-World Cup, Fiji were above Wallabies in England, but after, now during. But the, to be, what are they, are Fiji above the Wallabies? Uh, no. Wallabies no, should be. Just beat them. Yeah, he said ninth and seventh, yeah. Yeah, ninth and seventh, so. Who's in, who's in eighth? Eighth is Wales. Well, how does that yeah. make sense? <laughs> well, Wales beat them the other week, yeah. They're firing, mate. Yeah, but they, Australia they, lost to Fiji. Because <laughs> don't forget, Wales have just beat Portugal. Well, they've won two on the bounce. That's yeah. why Wales have come up. But the Wallabies to get through, they have to beat the Wales next match. Uh, Wales next match. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that'll be good. If they don't what come out on that, you'd be pissed off. Yeah, Who's taking for that? Wales? You reckon Australia? Mm, Wales. Wales. Wouldn't they? Wales. Wales. Wales all day long, mate. All day. Yeah. In the valleys. We shall be we um. <laughs> Those other two have no idea what you just said. <laughs> well, go on then. Explain it. Uh, the Welsh, they oh. shag sheep, don't they? No, that's the Kiwis. Well, yeah, the, it's the same, same that, thing. That, the Welsh, they're our version. Yeah, they're our, our version. version yeah. Oh, they're your version they're of the Kiwis, Kiwis <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They love sheep. And that's when they, every time they, they see it, the English, you go, well, we shag them, you eat them. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking um, of the English, what a win! Thirty-four twelve. Ghana yeah. boys, swing low, sweet chariot. Against two. Yeah, Japan. 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 You flogs. <laughs> to be fair, Japan. Japan didn't play that bad, to be honest. No, I hear we. We were just. We did, they didn't. We we were better. We, we were, were better, and we got. Off, we. I mean, we we were a lot better, but. Yeah, as a whole, I'm not going to say Japan performed terribly. No, they didn't like, at yeah, all. We, we were better than them, of course. Of course, we were. No, oh, it was it was a, it was a good performance from England. Um, mm. Japan were just a bit sloppy, sloppy to the breakdown, um, sloppy with their defending. Their D was was pretty poor. I thought they'd Shit. be a lot harder to to beat, but they weren't. No stupid penalties they gave away as well. Yeah, obviously we just capitalised on that, but all right, plenty yeah, of England gave England still. What? What was that? Plenty of time for you to choke still, mm, mate. Mm, there's maybe. more chance of you choking than us. We don't. Speaking of, well, we're good to choke. Huh? <laughs> we can't choke because you're going to be good to choke, mate. <laughs> we won't be playing finals, mate. <laughs> no. When it's like choking. When there's a there's... sport that these two, that Australia aren't good at, these two are silent. <laughs> just We're not dickheads. I just, yeah. I just slammed up for five, five minutes before. You going on about the Matildas win, uh, winning at the World Cup? Not who were um, so, so far in the World Cup? Who's been the most impressive so far? South Africa. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. Why? Yeah, um, I mean, they, they played. They played. Romania, you're, you're, yeah, they played Romania and they beat yeah. them seventy six nil. I just think, I just think the plays that the plays they're making and the runs they're making, the lines they're making are something I've actually never seen before. Like, I think their number eight peeled off the scrum, he ran towards the the fly half, and then the uh, the the winger, the left sided winger, came running straight through a diagonal line towards the ruck. And he just popped it to his right and he went straight through because all the Romanians just followed him. And it was like, nuts. yeah, like the, the, the scrum half peeled off, number eight carried the ball, went to fl- like dummy it to the fly half, popped it behind him. And this winger, rapid winger, I don't know his name, 
just ran straight through, stepped to guy, goose stepped and in for a try. And it's genuinely like some of the best plays I've seen that that they've really turned up in terms of play this year. So I think they'll be definitely be in the final anyway. But I reckon it'll be an Ireland South Africa final so, if that's mm, possible. If yeah, if it's possible. So um, I'm looking at point differentials, right? And yeah. Ireland's point differential is 117. The next closest is South Africa with 91. Outside of that, the next closest point differential is New Zealand on 54. So is that mm-hmm. the fact that those two nations got an easy draw or is that the fact that those two nations are just, as Chris said, <sighs> revolutionising the way it's played? No, look, I, th- I think the Rugby World Cup is the same every every time it revolves around. Like the group stages are just so unbelievably sort of two-sided. You have two good teams in a group and the rest are just cack. So, But is that because if you look at – so if you look at the Australian draw, right, you've got – Wales, Fiji, Australia, and then you've got Georgia and Portugal. So that draw, based off what you said before, that Pool C's got three teams in the top 10 ranking. Yeah. How does that work? How, how is that even allowed? Because, mate, just because there's a few powerhouse countries in rugby and everyone else is shite. That's mm-hmm. how rugby works. It's like how they've got those. So the top two go in, yeah? The top two go through. But Is it top two or top three, Chris? Uh, two, isn't it's it? top two. So Pool yeah. C's got three top ten. Na- so how many pools are there? There's four. There's four. four. So does every every pool? So Pool A's got three in the top ten as well. Is that right? Or are Italy not in the top ten? Oh, they're Ooh. they're 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 in and around anyway. So basically, it's one team near enough within or near enough to the top 10 will miss out in the group stages pretty much. All. Italy Italy mm. are 12th, by yeah. the way. They've just been so up from 13. Probably, so. probably Italy then. So it's really, it's a three-horse race. The other two teams in the pool are just always making up the numbers. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's always the past, I don't know, seven or well, six World Cups, it's been like New Zealand, South Africa or England. And you I can't remember. Or yeah. well, France. South Africa, no, England, no, no. France, last England. World Cup. Last World Cup, France went nowhere. No, I'm saying the last six. It's been mm. England, South Africa, oh. New Zealand, or France. So can Ireland win? Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I think yeah so. definitely. Yeah. Did they win it? The, yeah. So I've got a question around Ireland. Go on. Um, so have Ireland and France confirmed their front runner status? So obviously Ireland beat Romania 82 8, and then they went on to beat Tonga 59 16. And yeah. then France beat New Zealand 27-13. So, are, th- are, th- are them two favourites? Mm. Is my question. I think Ireland or South Africa are favourites. Ireland or South Africa are favourites, yeah. and not New Zealand? Nah. Okay, nah. interesting, interesting. Um, no, I've, got a, I've got a... No, go on. I don't think New Zealand have got the... Uh, the the power to get through over the line against either of those teams. It'd be I really want to see New Zealand Ireland or New Zealand South Africa. There's um, to, that, that's that's the game. There's a good documentary on um, I think it's Prime. It follows the the Springboks and that the, the way they see rugby is like it's something. It's like going to war. Like they're all their I think their motto is fuck them up. Like, <laughs> that is all they say. The coaches are just like, yeah, we get there and then we fuck them up. 
Who's that? <laughs> um, that's the coaches. All three coaches. I think on the documentary, I seen something the other day. All three coaches, they're recorded at different times, and every single coach was like, "We get to the breakdown and we fuck them up, and that is it." And every the next one was like, "And we just fuck them up, and we fuck them up, yeah. and that was it." And and just then the Eben Edzebeth um, was just like, "Yeah, we get to the breakdown, boys, and we fuck them up." And that's it. Like they just want to, and they are an aggressive team, aren't they? Like every time England play them, there's always a punch on. They're always, you know, ramming their their elbows into the the English players on the ground, or rubbing their head into the dirt or something. And they're dirt. They are dirty, but they get the job done. Can I? Because England players are cocksuckers, mate. Who yeah, are you talking about? That's you, mate. So, <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about there, Chris? Uh, South Africa. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you watch that bloody Mandela movie, um, what's that rugby movie with Mandela? It's an absolute classic. Oh, I'm not sure. It's I'm an sure unreal. Um, I can't remember if I if I find it for you. I'll, yeah, have a think. Get back to us, mate. During apartheid, man, a cracker movie, and that's the first thing they mm. said. They based their rugby on on war. So when yeah. they go out there, you want to basically annihilate your opponent. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the that's. I the love that they have. Physical game, mate. It is. It is. So, so I've got another. I've got another couple of questions based around this rugby World Cup. So are England on the up? I wouldn't get. I. I, I wouldn't say they're on. The, it's early days. The, I know. I wouldn't say they're on the up just yet. Obviously, good performance against Argentina. Like you yeah. said a minute ago, Argentina were above England going into the World Cup. Yeah, but we did beat them having fourteen men. Twenty what are you... twenty-seven ten. That game finished. How far do you reckon England will go? You don't reckon they'll make it all the way? No? No. Oh, yeah, we'll make it all the yeah. way, mate. We'll make it all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> no, yeah, in all honesty, though, like, how far do you reckon they'll make it? Semi? Oh, I, don't, I don't know I how the draw works out. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't studied the draw enough and who plays who and who comes mm. where. So, yeah, I don't I, know. I, genuinely, yeah. I think we'll get to the semis. Semis? Yeah, I think we get to Good semis, show. yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. next question. So this this question was based off the first week, right? And it's kind of it's kind of proven itself right. Can Wales improve from their first game? Clearly they've improved going into their second game. They they narrowly beat Fiji, <laughs> let's let's say that because that's what it was. Yeah. Um and then yeah, what who did they play? They well, they're on top of the table. The who they play? Who they playing? Australia. Next? They're playing Australia. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they'll bat you. Yeah, easy. Yeah, they'll yeah. batter us. So, so they'll be on top of the table. Top of our table. Sorry, mm. Paul C. I'll be surprised think... if you make out of the group. Actually, I said that at the start. No, we won't. I'm pretty sure. We I just. Said that. Yeah, no. we just said that. No. <laughs> so, just onto your question before, <laughs> England's going to finish top of the table. So England will either play Australia or Fiji in the quarterfinal. So they'll play the runner-up of Pool C. So it'll either be Australia or Fiji to play England in the quarterfinal. Yeah. Who's Fiji got last game? Who are they playing? I think they Obviously are playing... Georgia or Portugal. Now you're asking. I think they are playing... Well, we're playing Wales. So they'll yeah. be playing one of the minnows. Don't know yeah, which one. Saying. So they probably should get that win there. And I can't see Australia making it. <laughs> We're going to better we beat Wales. No, I can't. Well, you you never know, mate. Differential, though. So if we win, we'll go through. <coughs> yeah, well, we'll have to beat mm. Wales. 
So, yeah. And that'll be another final yeah. you flopped or choked at. All right, next yeah, sport. I'm sick of this my, shit. My, 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 last question, my last question before we move on. Flopped at the Men's World Cup. Flopped at the Women's World Cup. Flopped at the Rugby I, World Cup. Flopped like Harry Kane's dick I, when he missed the penalty. <laughs> All right, enough flopping. Um, are Scotland in trouble, Chris? No, absolutely not. No? No. Having lost to the Springboks, their next three fixtures are Tonga, Romania and Ireland. No. To beat You'll Tonga, beat Romania. beat Romania. Beat Tonga, beat Romania. Um, and get pummeled by Ireland. Potentially. We're but, not going to make, we we'll probably won't make out the group, but I reckon if we give, if we beat Ireland, you can't, know. I reckon you'll beat Tonga and Romania. You've got Ireland and fucking Ireland. You'll beat Tonga and Romania. No, and Chris South Africa ahead of you. If we beat, I mean, Scotland are playing really well. So if we can beat Ireland, we'll make it, like, we'll knock, well, we'll knock Ireland out of the group. You either knock, we'll knock South, South Africa out of the group. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a tough. possibility. There's a lot of a there's a lot of ifs, but there's always yeah, there's always a chance, isn't there? there the is, flower of Scotland. Hang on, you've only played one game. So who did you yeah. lose to? Did you say? Who? Uh, they lost to South Africa. I've only played yeah. one game. Yeah, they've lost to South Africa. Yeah. The first so and you only yeah, lost yeah, like so. fifteen. Oh, okay. So you you are playing well, is what you're saying. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, that yeah. Bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would I'd, look. Ireland have would... played the two minnows, yeah? They've played the two easier teams. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Namibia, Romania and Georgia. Ge- sorry, Georgia and Romania, yeah. 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 I mean, the yeah, Romanians have probably all got, you know, second jobs back home. They're all, like, going back to their... <laughs> yeah. Whatever they're doing. Don't really. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be going turn, home, Turning up for a good time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> turn up. Um, Get on the beers. Get battered. Yeah, get get battered. Get on the beers. Go on. Did you see me on telly, Mum? Did you see me? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see me? I did good job. (laughs) I was on the bench. We shouldn't take take the piss out of Romanians. They'd kick our heads in. Yeah, they would. We've got a bounty on our heads now. Okay, moving on. (laughs) All right, right, moving on. Um, Let's straight into the NRL and... I'll start. Boys, I went to the Storm game on Friday night. Yeah, you did. And wow, what I've, that is the best atmosphere I've ever seen at a Storm game. It, that was electric. Like we were up in the first half, definitely the better team. Credit to the Roosters. They came back second half. And with, what was oh, it, Josh? Like a, a, a minute minute 30 to go or something? Yeah, like that. Under two minutes. That, that yeah. crossfield kick from, was it Munster? I think <clears> the crossfield yeah. kick. And then, mate, the brick. Up yeah. and over the top, just put it down. Oh, mate, there was beer everywhere. Everyone was cheering. And I want to give a shout out to Andrew and Ian, who I was sat in front of, mate. Ian, English lad, been over here since since the 80s. I can't remember the date, mate. I was hammered. Apologies. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, two lads love their rugby. So yeah, shout out to you. I hope you're listening, actually. You said you would. On you, boys. I reckon we should tell them about your antics on the way home, actually. No, Tell not. the boys about your antics on the way. Yeah, hang on. What, what's happened there? Oh, Go on. So yeah. all I'm going to say, boys, is don't ride a line bike down the stairs drunk. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Oh, I, I would have paid what to happened? do that. I went yeah. arse over elbow and sliced all my knuckles up. So. <laughs> Moving on. Josh, what did you, you think of the face. game? You got, a, you got a good fisting, didn't you, mate? Um, I did, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, mate, I think a few things. Like, <laughs> Keep going, Josh. Sorry. No, that's all right. I'm, just, I'm just picturing it, mate. I'm just imagining this little matchstick Englishman. <laughs> yeah, like a bongo stick. Boing, boing, boing. Anyway. Um, yeah, Storm, I think clinical like they usually are. I think the Roosters were really good. They did, almost threw it away, though. Didn't do they much missed. for me because I think either team's going to go up and get absolutely pumped by the Panthers this week. And even as a Storm fan, it hurts 100%. me to say that Panthers are... Come on, a Storm. No, come on, boys. Come on, a Storm. <clears throat> I've been on this mob all year. I've said that I think they will make the grand final and they're in a prelim. And I think the Warriors are going to get up against the Broncos. You reckon? I... Love their list. So I just wanted to spend some time going through their team. Now, you can go through every team, but if you go through the Warriors list, right, you've got – so at your fullback, you've got Nicola Klockstad, right? Then you've got Delian Martini zelesniak You've got Marcello Montoya, Tamari Martin, Sean Johnson, Fanua Blake, Mitchell Barnett, <clears throat> Marata Nakora, and Torhu Harris. That is as good a starting lineup as you can get. And to support yeah. them, you've got up and coming youngsters. I know the Broncos are grouse, but also Brisbane's got a heavy. Um, That's a big upset. There, Jess. Population. So I think the crowd's going to be 50 50 at Suncorp because mm. Brisbane's got a huge Kiwi population. Mm. And I think the Warriors are going to go all the way. So there's my tip. I was really, really impressed with them. Not so much the Storm, but really impressed with the Warriors. So, they were in, they were impressive, weren't they? But yeah. the Knights, what happened to them? They just <clears> were nowhere. Ponga did nothing. But mate, he's he's. I feel bad saying this. He is a nothing player. I don't rate him. I don't rate really. Him. I think since his head knocks, and it's not his fault. Um, since his head knocks, I, I he hasn't been the same. And he, but mate, you 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 got to say the last few weeks though, to wrap up the NRL season, he was he was good. And what did he do he in the finals good. when it mattered? <clears throat> Nothing went missing. Like good, yeah. play, good players, good players play well during the off during the regular season. Great players stand up when they need to. He doesn't stand yeah. up. Um, whereas you look at the Storm players, Munster stands up. That's why I think Munsters are great. Like that, that on the dime. He wants the, he kick. wants the ball in his hands, yeah. mate. He like he wants mm. to make the plays. <laughs> so, yeah. I think I think it'll be a Warriors Panthers grand final and. I do think the Panthers are the best team in a comp by a mile, but with the talent the Warriors have got, I'm just hoping that they can cause an upset because I hate the other two teams that, that in it. could be in it. That might be a little bit of a juicy multi there, mate. Warriors and uh, your Navy Blues going on, going won't, all the way. Won't talk about that yet. We'll, <laughs> we'll get on to that. Yeah. We'll get on to uh, that. I'm just saying that. That's juicy. That's good odds. Can I, Dan, before we Panthers move on well favourites. Can I go on to my pick of the week? Go on. All right. Brandon Smith, if you are listening to this, you are a bona fide dickhead. So <laughs> you have played at the club for that many years, right? You know how clinical the Storm are and how filthy Bellamy is after a loss. The first thing you come out and say after a loss is the following. What a putrid performance by the Storm. I hope they play like that against us this week. I heard that. Well, I've yeah. got it on good authority, that authority that Craig Bellamy played it to the players <clears> before <throat> they ran out on Friday night. 
Mm. You could not say a dumber thing to the Melbourne Storm and not expect repercussions. Now, Brandon Smith, you're on holiday, mate, and the Storm are through to the next week. So, word they would have had posters up in the rooms. They would have had everything, mate. I'd be fearful, mate. Yeah, he did score. But you can't like why would right. why come out and he say he is on holiday though now. He is on holiday, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm going to say it. He did play well. But did they win? He did play well. No, they didn't. So he shouldn't. Now have he's been. sipping peanut coladas. No, yeah. yeah, peanut coladas. <laughs> yeah. You know what you, know what you say if you're Brandon Smith. You say I expect them to come out firing this week because that wasn't the performance they put in. But to give ammunition to an already pissed off team. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I think that's stupidity. Chris, what do you a think? Proud team too. A proud team. How would you feel if that was one of your Arsenal players <laughs> that came out and said, let's say it was a Champions League final or whatever, and said, um, Erling Haaland was crap. Man City were atrocious two days before you were playing them, and then you lost. Would you be pissed off? No. So you think it's all right? You don't think there's anything wrong with that? Really? What? What's it, what is he's just saying that they're crap and. But so, so Brandon, it's just one that, huh? No, no, no. So Brandon Smith, plus. Brandon Smith is an ex-Storm player. He was yeah, there yeah. for how many years, Josh? Ah, uh, start of a career. So six. So, it, yeah. So it doesn't so matter if he's an. It doesn't matter if he's an ex-player or not. Like if you're talking shit about a team. It does, mate. Oh yeah. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying in general, like if you're talking shit about this team, you're about to play them. I'm watching that video of you talking shit about me. I'm going to take your fucking head off next time we play. Get in their heads, boys. Doesn't matter if you're an ex, mate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's that's why it was bad of him to do that because look where he is now. He should have been talking after the result if he wins. Agreed. I think it's stupid. I thought it's human. No, fuck him. Flog Flog of the week. Flog of the week. Anyway, um, did you see the news report that was outside the storm... Match last week, and the boys came from behind, and they're like, "Fuck the roosters!" Oh yeah, roosters. <laughs> and she's like, hey, "Yeah." Hey. She was telling him off, and then the yeah. others jumped in. Yeah. <laughs> then he comes in behind, he's like, "Hey, <laughs> fuck the roosters!" Dan, you didn't see Dan bouncing on his bongo stick in the dance down the stairs behind. Mate, us. Can you imagine if they got that on Channel Nine, and all you see is this little uh. matchstick bouncing up and down? Oh my god! We got a poor chick was just like, like oh, mate. Yeah, <laughs> we we saw him on Saturday, and Christy was like, he's not allowed on line bikes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's absolutely creamed it down the stairs, man. Just jump on the back, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Those Maybe lime not. scooters aren't uh, like agile at all. <laughs> Mass, they're fucking heavy as going down yeah, the stairs really as heavy. well. Do you know what's funny? Or anything. <clears throat> Someone's at work today watching you fall down those stairs, mate, cracking up. 100% oh, mate, yeah. you're on camera. Mate, was, there's blood everywhere. There's blood can all we over that bike. see if we can get the CCTV footage? <laughs> I'm, I'm due for a good line session, actually. Uh, love a, yeah, you love yeah. a line. Oh, I love a line. 100%. Love a line. That's it. Um, Dan's not allowed on lines now anyway. So, no. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Football. 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 Yeah. Um, should we start off with probably <clears throat> the biggest upset? I'm not, I'm not, I know, you know what? It's not an upset because I was expecting this, to be honest. Man United and Brighton. Not an upset at all. No. no. Brighton are a well drilled team, and that's, that is exactly what it is. And Man they United, are players down. Man United got f- 
15 minutes of good football in and then they got battered. Yeah. That yeah, the it. only the only thing I've got to say about Man United, it was great to see Hannibal on the pitch. It was He's on a good player. Point. Yeah, a quality. I told you about him before. But would you before celebrate the, of the season? Would you celebrate like him being three 0 down? He's just scored a banger. Your team's three 0 down. You're getting battered by Brighton, and he's jumping all over the place. I mean. Like, look, he's a, he's a young player, right? It's his first game in the Premier. I think it's his first game in the Premier League. He was on loan to Birmingham last year, up the Blues. Yeah, um, and he's obviously gone back to United. He's he's in the first team, and he scored a goal, basically yeah. on debut. But it's Bas- like, basically for me, yeah. like you, you're three 0 down, mate. Get the ball, get back to the penalty spot, crack on. Uh, sorry, not penalty spot. <laughs> get back to the centre circle, just get on with it. Yeah, get on with it. But yeah. You've just, I can understand. I can understand up. why. It's like, yeah, it's... <laughs> this is this is where right, and this this is where I get pissed off at the EPL. Okay, I'm not having a go at you two here, but just in general, the media as well. I had, if you go back to our original predictions, I had Brighton finishing fifth. I had them ahead yeah, of yeah, you did. Actually. I had them ahead of Man United. Yet when you tune into any English media, and I know Man United are a big club. Five seconds is spent on how good Brighton were and 35 minutes is spent on how bad Man United were. This Brighton team, they are the real deal. They mm. they are got, they are the real deal. They are quick. They're attacking. They've got a great defensive setup. Man United, I think, is shit. And, and I think they've got a horrible manager. I don't, I don't know how he's still got a job. But, mate, I love Brighton. They're my – I love what – they're outside of Fulham. Them and Arsenal are probably my two favourite teams to watch in terms of yeah, football. They think, work the thing is with Ten Hag, yeah, he, all he's done is moan about <coughs> everything. The offside against Arsenal, I'm sorry, it's offside. It's yes or it's a yes or no. He's offside, yes. Okay, the goal doesn't stand. And then he said in the post press conference after the Brighton game, if you know we scored that goal that Holland um, that ha- uh, that Rashford passed to Holland and. He scored. The game would have been a different. Uh, it would have been a different outcome, but it wouldn't have been a different outcome, mate, because the ball was out of play, and you still like, lost. And you yeah. still lost. So yeah. he's going like we, we can't change the rules for you, mate. Like the rule is, if the ball's out of play, it's out of play. <clears throat> you can't just carry on. We can't just go. Oh, Ten Hag says it's in, so we'll we'll just keep it in. Same with the offside goal. Same when he was on about Johnny Evans being impeded by Gabriel. He just he is just papering over the cracks of his poor management. And I'm surprised he didn't um, shout out Jaden Sancho again. Oh, he's training badly. He's training badly. So J- Jaden Sancho, I've, I've said this for a while. He's not that good. He is overrated. He is good. There's no doubt about he's good. But oh, he's overrated, is, though. He's got attitude he's problems. He's got attitude problems. He's overrated. Like, turns up late for England duty. Turns up late for Borussia Dortmund duty. Turns up late for Man United duty. There's... There's some issues there, his attitude, his um, whatever. But Sounds that's the shit. problem. Yeah, like that's his problem. So he's like, um, remember Did Ravel Morrison? Yeah. Yeah, he's just going to be another Ravel Morrison. But all, Ravel all Morrison t- was good though. Ravel Morrison was good, but never made it anywhere because of his attitude. No, he didn't make it anywhere, but I mean, he scored a fair few goals. He played for West Ham, didn't he? Yeah, for, very briefly. But he's, yeah. he's like, he's, look, it's just the attitude. There's players that have it and... He's got it, but he just needs to reel his neck in. Back on, yeah. back on Brighton boys. Like I want to go to their, their loss to West Ham. I think was an aberration. They lost three one or one three. Outside of that, so t- t- hot 
Brighton are the highest scoring team in the comp. They've got one more goal than Man City. They're sitting on 15 for the season. If you take that loss away from West Ham, they're currently 14 goals for, right, and four goals against. So, and if you look at their their wins, they've gotten wins over, say, beat Brentford 2-0, they beat Newcastle 2-1, they beat Luton Town 4-1, they beat Wolves 4-1, they lost to West Ham, they beat and they beat Newcastle 3-1, sorry, and then they beat Man United 3-1. So they are bat, batting teams. And they are beating Newcastle yeah. and Man United. So 6-2 in two weeks, one against Newcastle, one against Man United. Like, this yeah. is a good team, man. This is a good team. You could say they're title contenders, to be honest. How, how, exactly. At what? this stage, 100%. You well, they're yeah. scoring and they're, and they're not conceding. And you take that West Ham game away, they're not conceding many goals at all. The only, the, only thing, the only thing I'll say about Brighton is they've got European football this year. And let's. This is that's the test, isn't it? Yeah, when you've yeah. got a midweek game, and you've got a weekend game, and then you've got another midweek game, another weekend game. That's when players start feeling the burn, dropping off, and that's when you say, right, have we got the depth? Yeah. Well, this is what um, was it Eddie Howe said about Newcastle. He said, yeah, we are back in the in the Champions League this year, but that his focus is on the Premier League. Yeah, is what well, he's not doing very well. Not at the moment. Um, <laughs> no. Can I ask you two a question, right? So West Ham lose their captain last year, arguably one of, if not the best young players in the in the comp. How have they risen? How has their rise been so impressive when they've lost arguably that not arguably they've lost their best player? How is it how have they been so good this year after that massive loss? James Ward-Prowse. Is he that good? That's what I was saying, though. Remember I said he was underrated? I know you said he was rated, but... Massively underrated. He was net... Right. I think, do you remember that conversation where we had? Where I, I think said, so. Why are we not talking about him in the same echelon that we talk about De Bruyne? He, is, he has always been quality, but he's just always been at Southampton. Yeah. That's, that was the issue. <laughs> so, And you put him in a half-decent team with a few better players around him. I mean, go, go back a few years when Southampton were good. Yeah, he's, he shone then, but... Now, yeah, West Ham are better than than Southampton, clearly. So, mate, he's just shining. He's shining at that club. They have replaced a defensive midfielder, holding midfielder, whatever you want to call him, with like an out and out central midfielder. Who else are they? Also, can also who also is quite attacking. Chris. So they've replaced they've placed they've replaced defense with offense, yeah. and it's working. So, Chrissy, for who now. else have they got in? Who else have they, apart from Ward Prowse, who else have they got for this? Because they were almost relegated last year. This is a team. They got, um, they got an Al- Alvarez from Ajax, who's a yeah. holding midfielder. James Ward Prowse. Um, I, mean, I don't really know the rest, to be honest. Um, so, if, but- Chelsea, if Chelsea are listening, right, am I right in saying, Chelsea, you don't have to spend $400 billion or whatever they spent. I know it wasn't that. But they spent, Chelsea spend- have spent a billion. In the last to West Ham two, in the past three windows. Oh, I want to talk about Chelsea. They've spent a billion in the past three windows. I, I agree with what you're saying, Josh. Like, um, it you can't buy your. I mean, you can buy the league because Man City have been doing it, but Chelsea have been doing it for years. They've just got a really poor um, owner in Todd Bowley that has no aspect of players or them gelling or you know anything to do with the actual game of football he's just a he's just an american tycoon 
that thinks, oh, yeah, I'll just buy all the best young talent. Like, he bought that coal from Man City for 40 mil. Quality player. Mm-hmm. But you've just there's just no morals there. And you're just throwing all these players into a mix and expecting them to play well. And they're not. Talent. I mean, they drew to Bournemouth. No. Talent's good. But if they're not gelling, talent gives you nothing. Funny. It's funny that you say you mean- that, because basketball would be a big thing too. But I was listening to, because I always used to think <clears throat> Pep Guardiola had the easiest job in the world, right? But then I was listening to um, John Terry. It might have been someone else speaking on a podcast. And I was saying he's the best manager in the league because he's had to bring in all these huge personalities, every player in that team thinking they're better than the other player, everyone in that player team thinking that they should be the number one. And he has to try and get them to gel together. Who's this, sorry? Man City's manager because he's got a oh, team. Oh, sorry, I think it's an NBA. Yeah, and yeah. he has to try and get them to play a team. I think the NBA is the same. Like When you've got a champion team, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be good unless they jump. It happens in the NBA. Like You do get players um, carrying the team, but not as often as you think. Mm. You need those, like we were saying earlier, you need bench players. You need you know your, your backup players to play a big role. Yeah. You get good games yeah. where you mm. know someone's going to hit 80 points, but it doesn't happen often. No. So and the thing is, plays you can have a good player, and what you're saying earlier about Declan Rice leaving is it's the same as Harry Kane leaving. Like you get these good players that leave, but it's actually sometimes a good thing because then other players go, "Oh, I need to step up now because yeah, I can't rely on Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah I can't, like, I can't a, a, rely on him anymore." Yeah. You're right, Chris. A good player leaving is not always a bad thing. No. no. In some in some some cases it is, some cases it isn't, and for Tottenham and um, West Ham it hasn't been. No, because Jane Ward Jane Ward Prowse has come in, Ben Rama's turning up, Gerard Bo- Jared Bowen's turned up, Antonio's turned up, you know, Suchek's putting in a shift again, um, and then for Tottenham you've got Son that's stepped up like beautifully to the captaincy, uh, and then you've got just a few good players around him. Richarlison actually scored one at the weekend for one. Finally. Finally, his first Tottenham goal. He's done something. Yeah. But Josh, move, moving on to, to Tottenham, is Ange living up to his name? Told you. I told you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you, you, what, you've been right so far. Five rounds in, right? Tottenham, five <laughs> rounds in, four wins, one draw. So they're yet to lose. 13 goals for, five goals against. So they're scoring, but they're hardly conceding. The points differential, the goal difference is eight. Mate, Ange Ball's arrived, and I he, think he was happy to see Kane go. I know he doesn't he, like just one superstar. He likes yeah, true. players. Let's let's calm and, down. Let's calm down. It was Sheffield yeah. United. Yeah, I know. They did score first. And your goal shouldn't have stopped. They were late. You actually made a foul that should have been a foul that led up to the, to the second goal. But the when? thing is, this bloke has got, he's got a team who has previously underperformed to ridiculous standards. He's got an, a team playing a, a consistent brand of football, which is why I think Tottenham will finish in the top five this year as well. I don't think they'll finish top two. But So would you would you agree that he works with average and produces good? Correct. That's what I think he's best in. He hates superstars. He's already said that. He doesn't like to have one key player. He likes to have a good defence and a good attack and a good midfield, but he doesn't like to have one superstar. Well, because he's never had a superstar. Well, in Brisbane and Celtic. He, who did he have at Celtic? He got. He had. Some... You not. You cannot who tell me he wanted young... to get rid of Harry Kane. There's no way he goes into Tottenham and goes get uh, rid of him. I don't like superstars. He had. He had, he had Jota at Celtic. Ooh, um, Jota, exactly. Jota was. He was exactly. sick. He's nobody. 
<laughs> he's a good player, but he's nobody. He's, and he's just he's just gone to Saudi for three hundred eighty-five billion dollars. Yeah, just. So, but what week. you're seeing with just three hundred eighty-five. Chris, <laughs> you're right. Like I don't I don't think he would have sat there and said, "I want to get rid of the best player this club's ever had." No, but no. What he's done is he's made the most of of a shit situation, and he's reshaped this Tottenham team where they're almost unpredictable in attack because there's no Kane to go to anymore. So are they going to go to are they going to go to Son? Are they going to go to Rich Allison? Are they are they going to go to Madison? Who are they going to? Like Madison, Madison's one of your best players by yeah. far. I personally think you haven't played anyone that's a, a good standard yet, apart from United. And we know they're shit at the minute. So let's just hold off, see how the next few... Who, you've got Arsenal next. Correct. So, and that's Sunday. Is it North, so, North London Derby next? North London it? Derby. So let's see. Go Arsenal. Let's, yeah, the, yeah, the boys. And then we've got and then we've got Liverpool the week after. Yeah. The, I reckon this will be a... Def, this is either be... A, we'll have this conversation in three weeks as to say Tottenham are title contenders or Tottenham's the same. Um, and Ange yeah. Ball is a load of shit. <laughs> so, so watch this space. He, he hates it. Um, but the other, the other thing I want to talk about too is my boys. My wife. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say right. lowest spending club in the competition now. Our salary, our wage is under Luton Town now at the minute for for squad value. Is it? It is under Luton Town or just a little bit above, but there is next to no spend going on. It's either above or below. Is what it's either a little bit above or below. It's, it's <laughs> second last or last, right? We're sitting ninth, two wins, two losses and a draw, right? The thing is we cannot score. Five goals for, ten goals against, which is doing my head in. But Yeah, you shaved that win. But ten sitting ninth with, with a pretty average squad, in my opinion, we need to we need to get some more nah, players. I, I don't think your squad is average. I think your squad's decent. Uh, for, for, for for who you are, Luton's squad is average. Your your I mean, Luton's squad is quite poor. Yours is average. Their squad is shit. Above average. Our, our yeah, Luton's squad is shit. You've got to have a good. You've got to have a good team to get in the Premier League, mate, and stay in it. So you're not got a bad. True. Team. True. Was, this, yeah. you, you are in the best league in the world, so you're you're not bad. And it is a great league. I love it. Like if you put Fulham in the French League, they'll win the French League every year. You reckon? Easy. Well, yeah. beat PSG? Easy. PSG are crap at the minute. Have you seen their results lately? No. I think they've lost three on the bounce. Have they? I think so. Hang on. I'll, I might I'll, be wrong. Oh, good. They've lost Carry a few. Talking. <laughs> they've lost a few anyway. Um, Messi and Neymar left. Oh, they, lost, and- three, oh, they lost three two to Nice. Nice. That was yeah. that was on the weekend. Oh, then they beat Leon four one. They beat Lens three one. No, they're not doing. Oh, they're not doing too bad anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, moving on to Arsenal anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fucked moving that up. Moving on to Arsenal. <laughs> you fucked up. You um, another another hard fought win at Goodison Park by Arsenal. Um, we haven't won oh, there no. since two thousand and seventeen. Wow. So. That's really? the that's the type of atmosphere that you can get at Goodison Park. Remember, they are scousers and they do love their football. Uh, you, couldn't, a... you didn't beat Everton last year. No, at Goodison Park. Since yeah, 2017. you didn't beat Everton last year at Goodison Park. No. Do you play there every year though? No, they were the they no. were the start of Arsenal's demise last year. We lost yeah, so them and... when Sean Dyche came in and played Dyche ball, where he just parked the bus. <laughs> we that was well, that was our demise. That was when Hang we on. got found out. And then we went, all went to shit. 
can you can you pull your Arsenal cap off out of your ass for a second? Are you bragging about a one 0 win against a team that's yet to win a game? That are going to get hard, relegated. I said a hard fought win. Hard fought win with the squad like yours, you should be beating Shitterton ten nil. That is Shitterton. that is Shitterton. embarrassing performance from Arsenal. That is horrible. Oh. Yeah, it's, it was bad. That is horrific. It wasn't, it wasn't good That's at a all. pretty fair whack. That's a loss. <laughs> I think you are getting too big for your boots, boys. I think you need to calm down. <laughs> well, I, know, I know a win's a win, right? I think so. you should sit back in your Fulham chair right now <laughs> with your big rivalry against Huddersfield. That's a, that's a loss. telling us embarrassing. Shut Arsenal's your mouth. Arsenal's just scraped through against Fulham. They've just scraped Goodison through Park, Goodison Park is by by far one of the worst stadiums to go to and try and get a win. We beat them 3-0 there last year and we beat them in, in the first game this year. Yeah, well, not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I must admit I rate Arsenal. A win's a win. First, uh, first start for David Rayer in goal as well. I wonder when he was going to play. Yeah. Did he have, did he have to save many? Save, he made one save. That was it. So, Told you, best goalkeeper. What a boring game. game. But his pass actually was something like 97%. So he brought him, he brought, or brought him or started him for a reason. Um, and that, that was the reason. He was saying uh, after the, in the post press conference after the game that he wants to make more goalkeeper substitutions. So if Ramsdale's playing shit, he wants to sub him. Well, you've got Champions League this week, right? That's yeah. why I imagine Ramsdale will definitely start that. So, well, that's how it oh, should be if he's doing shit. Yeah. See but he's not. Ramsdale's <clears throat> quality. Ramsdale is quality, yeah. Yeah. This is he's definitely not performing the that day. The then you've got a backup option, really, haven't you? He hasn't subbed him. He, start, he started Raya. He's conceded yeah. the yeah. second least amount of goals in the competition, Ramsdale. He's only conceded yeah. four goals this season so far. My yeah, Ramsdale is amazing. Right? We've got the we've got the be- we've got the most clean sheets in the league so far. With two. My question is, what's going on with Arsenal? The fact that you've only scored nine. If you compare that to every other team in the top four, averaging 14, 15, 13, Arsenal's only scored nine. What's the reason for that? The thing is, Josh, um, I'll stop you there before Chris even gives his answer. It's football is not about you shut your mouth. Football's <laughs> not about getting loads of goals though. Like. Yeah, we're we're slating Arsenal for only beating Everton one nil. They still they still won, but poor performance or not, like that one nil was enough to, to not win. let yeah the, to get the win and yeah. not the let thing, Everton equalise. So. The thing is with big teams, yeah, what do small teams do against big teams? They park oh, the shit. bus. Yeah, they park oh, the shit. bus. No, they park the bus. They just sit back. They do two, like a a five four. Five four one or whatever it is, and they just park the bus and they wait on the counter. Like the stats for Everton, seventy four percent possession for Arsenal, thirteen shots, four on target, which is poor, uh, eleven corners. So we we were all over them, but they just park the bus. Yeah, and every true. team does it against big teams. Like if you if you watch any team go against Man City, they all park the bus. But they've they still do the same with Arsenal. Oh yeah, only five more goals. They've got Erlen Haaland already on seven goals for the season. But do you, even as an Arsenal fan, do you not agree that that is a bit of a worry that you only scored nine? No. You don't think it's a no, worry? No, no, no. Well, did you see Martinelli's disallowed goal? No, I've, I, to be fair, oh, I didn't see the disallowed goal. Yeah. So Eddie Eddie Enketia's onside. He's running back to to get onside, and he's onside. He's running to the ball, so he's running towards his own goal. Uh, and then he heads the ball. He runs in, heads the ball, 
and then Martin and then Vieira puts Martinelli through and Martinelli scores. Eddie Nketiah was onside, but they, for some reason, VAR said not morally he's offside. Have you? I, I need to show you the video because I think this is one of the worst decisions VAR's ever made. Purely because they did something where they went, this is morally offside, boys. It's ridiculous. Bullshit rule. Bullshit rule. I hate it. So yeah, because they said they were saying that oh he the defenders didn't know where he was and this is what one of the pundits was saying. It's like um, when I was ruling offside when a hair follicle was in front of the defender. It's like yeah. honestly, unless yeah. it's a whole body, piss off. <clears throat> what do you what do you mean when you're like defenders don't know where he is or anything? Like that's that's the well, defenders' the def- fault. I'll show you now. The defenders were running back and towards Arsenal's goal and, and Eddie and Ketty was behind them so they couldn't see him. So you tell me if this this is yeah, offside. Okay. Yeah, you, you see, you see what I'm saying. Like he was running towards goal. He was running towards his own goal, and they 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 put his ankle as offside. Oh, I don't. But he's That's running true. back his the own way. So he's not running <clears throat> towards Everton goal. He's thought, running this way. I thought the new rule was the whole body. No, this is the this is the most ridiculous decision. Like, that's yeah, it's be, the whole body. The that was the rule. new rule, wasn't it? The whole body has to be offside. Crap rule, though. That's probably my most hated thing about the game. As much as I love, the offside rule does my head in. Like, unless there's a clear advantage, it should not be. Mm. A goal should not be ruled out. I hate it that a hair follicle can be the difference between a goal and not. That's a joke. Like, if you need VAR, a camera to zoom in to the nth degree... That that for me, that's not offside. VAR needs to needs to get away from like referees' perspective. Correct. Was he at an advantage? That that's a perspective. There needs yeah. to be a defining rule. Like <laughs> it's like is he in a running motion? That's clearly whether he's at an advantage or not. Is he already running? But how is it not like, simple? At least some part of the body needs to be behind the last defender. That's correct. It. Some part of the body. If it's make a, it like if it's make it like cricket with the line that you have to have something, something. behind the line with you, like something, mate. Like why should an attacker yeah. be? Why should an attacker be penalised for being quicker to think Correct. than a defender? Like you are p- basically penalising an attacking player for being smart. But at the end, it's of all that, about reading to, the play, isn't it? Like, but on the same token, you've got to draw the line somewhere. Yes, yeah, so like, there's something behind the tra- defender. For a try in rugby, if you're carrying the ball and your foot touches the line, you are out. Yeah, exactly. If you put that, Correct. if you put the ball down on the try line and a little bit of that ball touches the line, that's a try. Correct. Because that. So the why are we scrutinizing? Why are yeah. we scrutinizing the offside rule? Because it's the other way around. Because a yeah. hair follicle, right, in a game where yeah. there's not a lot of goals scored in the first place, a hair follicle is the difference between a goal being allowed or disallowed. It should be the other way around. You want to promote goals. Shit. It should be yeah, correct. a hair follicle behind the defender will be a goal. The only way something's offside is if there is not one bit of that attacking player behind a defender. Like, you want to see goals. Yeah, no. You want to say nil all draws. 100%. No, look, I, I agree with you. I just wanted to ask that question. They fucked it up, though. Don't yeah. you agree that it would make the game so much better? Massively. Massively. Would, yeah. You should have, I reckon the attacker should have a slight benefit of the doubt because, you know, obviously attackers are supposed to have more pace than that, but not all attackers do. Remember Olivier Giroud? If he's a, a follicle offside, he's never gaining an, a yard on a defender. So it's, it's almost like the FIA when they made brought the rules in to sort of stop the competition, or stop a team running away from it. 
that's sort of what this is like. So I'll show you this. And the worst part of this the is... F- the FIA. Yeah, I'm on about F1, Formula 1. Ah. Yeah. Um, the worst part about this is it was actually their player that passed the ball back. So they their player passed the ball, which Eddie Nketiah touched, for, and he wasn't offside. And either way, even if he was offside, it was their player that gave the ball. Hang on. And then what? Did he kick the goal? Is this like the whole... No, he didn't even kick the goal. So I'll show you now. I'll show you. Chris, don't you ever say that again. What? You said kick the goal. Did I? You scored the goal. goal. He didn't score a goal. He didn't skip the goal. (laughs) Skip the goal? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't skip this goal. Um, Anyway, I'll show you this. Hang on. Ridiculous. Going to open a beer. Right, you can see here... The Everton player is about to kick the ball. <clears throat> there you go. Eddie Nketiah comes, through ball. No. Martinelli. No way. Rewind that. Rewind that. Hang on. They'll probably do it on... Look, here we go. Oh, they, they do the VAR decision. They do the VAR decision. Get staffed. Look, he's running back towards his own goal. And it was a Everton player that passed the ball back. So where is he? That's him in so, the middle, more or less. Yeah. I'll show you. That's Eddie Nketiah there. So he's onside. He's onside. No, he's offside, isn't he? No, he's, he's onside. On, he's onside. See his foot. He's onside. Yeah, no, he's onside. Uh, but yeah. hang on. But the, the Everton's players passed the ball back. But he's onside yeah, but, anyway. So how so, is he all offside? So what what they're saying is the player is in an offside position. But he's not. He's not the, though. When the if his ankle is offside, that that's what the rule is at the moment. Oh, I guess. If you're part of your body, that this is what I'm saying. If the if, if part of your body is in an offside position, oh mate, look are, at yeah, I know. Look at that. You, are you can offside. see. You can see the that back of there. his heel. His Achilles is in the fucking. Yeah, I know. That but, sucks, like, man. You say that's offside, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying, by the rule book, he is offside because a part of his body is in an offside position. However, it's passed he by is not, the Everton player. He is, he is not, yeah, that doesn't matter. He has not gained an advantage. So, Chris, no, can I that's ask, why it's horseshit. Can we put this free, can we put this image up on Instagram so our listeners know what we're talking about? But this yeah. is the rule, black and white rule I'm talking about. Who's your number seven? Before you get off this, can you point Saka. to your number Saka. If you look at him, that's what the rule should be. If that ball touches him, that's offside, fair yeah, enough. That is not offside. A in my shoe, eyes, that is not offside. That is a shoelace. That is the most not ridiculous even. decision I've seen in the Premier yeah. League in VAR history because he has not gained an advantage. He's when we, when we play the video again, he's Can come just, uh, and so it's an Everton player that's passed him the ball. Everton player passed the ball, and there's two players there that just didn't go for the ball. Eddie Nketiah comes, passes the ball, through ball, and it's a great goal. And it's disallowed. <clears throat> and and you know, I think that's ridiculous. Do you reckon they disallowed it because the um, players stopped? They all put their hands up? Well, like, oh, the thing is, they didn't blow, he, the ref didn't blow the whistle. So the goal yeah, was scored. Okay. Everything was fine. It was then yeah. when they went to, I think you should check in VAR. There's a, definitely a agenda Bullshit. against Arsenal right now, and there was one last year as well. That is my they most do not want a hated thing about the game. Like how a defender, you it's not Arsenal's fault. You can't defend properly. Don't put your hand in the air. Like in in footy in AFL, we're told you don't stop until you hear the whistle. 
So yeah, yeah. every Same. player should be penalised, and the goal should have been allowed for standing there like an idiot and putting his hand sure. up when Arsenal's player, who was it again? Who did you say it was? And Ketia. And Ketia was a, a shoelace offside, and he stopped and put his hand up like the bloke was 10 metres behind him. Get stuck. Yeah. What a shit rule. Yeah. Gary Neville said um, that's the weirdest decision he's ever seen. There is no better angle than that. Ever, uh, even I'm a little confused. He looked like he was well behind. Oh, it's like we're, mm. everyone, everyone says he was in an onside position. He was. Yeah, that's. that's he was. Shit. I've got an even. I've got an even clearer image here as well. That is so onside. Mm. Oh, but we'll post. We'll post that picture yeah, it's wrong. Yeah. on the socials and see what people think. But... Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, I've got, what you're saying is from... Arsenal was 2-0. So shut the fuck up, Josh, all right? It wasn't 1-0. All right, you're fucking balanced. Well, it should have been 2-0, yeah. Well, that was ridiculous. So yeah. are, we, are we finished on football? Um, I just want to acknowledge, acknowledge Duran's goal for Villa. Oh, yeah, what a rocket. Oh, mate, that's, that's going to that. be up there for... Oh, mate, yeah. watch it. We got to put that on socials as well. Old Duran, mate, 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 maybe a, a goal Man of the of year. Speed that fucking went, mate. Oh, you've seen, you seen it beautifully. Seen came it, yeah. across that chest, yeah. and yeah. then he just he just let it Bang. sink on the floor, half yeah. folly, and then wallop straight yeah. in the yeah. onion bag. He sounded like, sounds like me when I go to the park on the weekend, mate. Just <laughs> get the ball and just can rock it, <laughs> the goal, kick mate. it, goal, Chris. Yeah. and and there goes your kneecap. Yeah, we need to, we need to meet for a kick about actually. I don't want to embarrass yeah, you. Great goal. No, Josh, and Josh also dislocate his knees. Diaby, uh, Diaby scored a good goal for Villa as well. Mm. Villa are a good team. Mate, Villa played well that game. Yeah. Villa. I mean, they I, don't like, well. I don't, don't like saying that. <clears throat> oh, they got they actually strengthened quite well. Fan. They got Tillemans, uh, they got Diaby, they got Duran. They made uh, they actually sold Benetta, um, Benetta or whatever his name the is. Some Costa on, at the uh, back. On Martinez. Behalf of- on behalf of me, old man, you want me to say this on this platform is shit on the villa. Shit on the villa, yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit on the villa. Um, on I, actually, I actually like villa, but I've got a little game for us to play. The ones that know uh, know the game, that is. It's called Over or Under Rated. Oh, go on. Let's go. So I'll name some names. You just give me, a, give me and if he's over or underrated and why. Yeah. Adam, go get a drink, mate. Go get a beer. <laughs> so, go on then, Joshy boy. Um, Enzo Fernandez for Chelsea. Overrated. Over. Hundred million pound signing. Over. Overrated. Mikhailo Mudrik. Over. Overrated. Massively overrated. You can just see I'm going to uh, just reel off the Chelsea team. <laughs> Chelsea overrated. Yeah. There's a couple of Chelsea players in it. Reese right, James. On, Oh, I don't think neither under or over. I think everyone knows he's good. So, what well, is he though? He's always yeah, he's injured. Quality. He's going to be he's another injured. Jack Wilshire. He's, he's injury prone, but he's quality. I don't think he's, he's either. Yeah, I agree with you, Dan. I think he's mid, yeah. mid, mid. All right, he's at or. Um, Rich Allison, over, overrated. Is he rated? If is he <laughs> who rated? rated? Who rated? <laughs> If you rated him on FIFA right now, what would you rate him, Chris? An 69. ultimate team rating. Yeah, probably. I'm going to say he's not rated 60s. in the first place. Yeah. I don't think I've heard one. Apart from himself, I don't think I've heard anyone else say he's good. It'd be a bronze card. Mate, a Brazilian international. Striker. First yeah. team. Couldn't yeah. hit a barn door. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. I know he scored at the weekend, so maybe things will change. It was a header, though. That was it. So couldn't get a target in a bro. Good, good header. It was a good uh, header. Um, Kai Havertz. Over. Mm. I say well overrated. Yeah, overrated. It was overrated at Chelsea, and to be honest with you, I don't really know why you bought him. I have no idea. Uh, We've got Fabio Vieira there that's smashing right, it at the minute. I hope he changes for your sake. I hope he changes for Arsenal's sake, but I don't really know. How much do you buy him for? 60? 65. He's only young, isn't he? How much he's would you rate him for? Yeah. How much would you value him at? 30 mil. 30. He, he is what we should have paid for Odegaard. And Odegaard is what we should have paid for Havertz. How much did you pay for Odegaard? 30 mil. 30. And how much is Odegaard worth now? 110, 120, yeah, easy. Easy. maybe 150. I, I, I wouldn't, I would not say he's 100. Who, 100 oh. Well, if, mate, if Declan <laughs> Rice and Enzo Fernandez are going for 100 mil, then to Odegaard be honest is with going you, for 150. You overpaid for Declan Rice. You over, he is English not tax. worth a, yeah, it's English tax, but he is not a 105 million pound player. He but is when he's 80. 18. When he's the 80. captain, like who who buys? How many times does the captain leave their club? You've got to give him a good fee, haven't you? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, true. Um, yeah. Jared Bowen, under, under, underrated. Under, I feel, I feel underrated as well, hundred percent. Can I add um, one there, Chris? Evan Ferguson. Hey. Oh well, I don't oh, think he's. Oh mate, he's eighteen years old. Yeah, you, he's not. He's, he's not brand there new. yet. I'm just yeah. going to keep rattling off the lesser names because the lesser names. Because well, no, no, no. A, you can't do lesser names. But that's what I mean. Not a... These these clubs that are shining this year, it's these players that are that have risen. I know it's only five games in, but you look at the stats this year for for individual players, and every stat there's six or seven names of players that I've never heard of until now. Yeah, well let's let's just wait and see. It's a new dawn, yeah. isn't it? Anyway, oh, the young players, be... you have to wait. Well, we'll just say we'll do another category for them. Yeah. Yeah, um, but not how's over that? or underrated. We'll just do flop or <coughs> or going to make uh, it. Um, how's that? How's Angry Birds going, Adam? Smash it, mate. Yeah, Good going enough. well. Anyway, carry on, Chris. There's a couple left. Lissandra Martinez from Man United. Who? Sorry, Lissandra Martinez, the defender, Argentinian defender, mm. little five foot, five foot and a fag, but defender. Um, <laughs> I think I think <laughs> I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna oppose. I'm gonna go. He's underrated. Hmm. I just I think he's I think he's good and he's just surrounded by shite. But yeah. So he's if he was that good, they wouldn't be that shit because he's a defender. No, he's good, mate. You can't one one defender. So where's he proven himself before then? So you're saying In a World he's Cup. Good. He's a World Cup winner. But that that doesn't mean that he's a superstar. All right, no, next, no, next, next no, question. Yeah, fair enough. You don't want to get too held up. <laughs> no, in I want to get held up in this. No, go on. Go on then. <laughs> uh, Brian Mbemu. Mbemu, massively, Bermo. massively underrated. Yeah. Who does he 100%. Fight for? 100%. Bra- uh, Brentford. 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 There you go. Another small club, yeah. another underrated player. Super that scored. was definitely a handball, though, of the weekend, by the way. Yeah. Scored, f- scored four goals handball. so far, though. I reckon <laughs> in a big team, he'd do really well. Um, Move on to managers. So, over or underrated, Ten Hag? Over. Ange Postacoglu? Under. Under. Mikel Arteta? Doing what he should do. Neither. He's, 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 he's proven in, himself as yeah. a good manager. So 
Yeah, all right. Well, that's it for Piss this off. week's over and underrated. Are you not got Marco <laughs> Silver in there, you toss? Because he's shit. <laughs> we haven't got a category for shit manager. No, but again, oh, no. if if you oh, said no, Marco yeah. Silver, Josh, I would say neither. He's proven himself as a good manager. Like, yeah. When you make no the game, question up, you can him. bring the players to it, mate. Knock back so, the dirty yeah. oil money as well. Yeah, no, good for him. Unlike Richie, who's scoring hat tricks in front of two hundred people at for Al Halal, dickweed. Flog. Yeah. Fuck well, it. all right. Well, that's um, that's my segment for over and underrated. All right. Well, that's good. Segment. Let's... I don't know if it'll come back again, but thanks, Chris. I think yeah. that over. Uh... It's more than you What's do, it? anyway, mate. Sort <laughs> your camera out, mate. Get a mic. <laughs> I didn't bring my mic. Actually, I mean, you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to a question we got. I'll, uh, I'll play I'll play this for you, for everyone. Hey guys, love the pod. Let's have a question for everyone. If I asked each of you what your fondest sporting moment was, what would it be? Could be something that you were part of or for a team that you support. Uh, the Socceroos back in 05 against the odds beating Uruguay. Uh, that was mine. It's the first time that we qualified for the World Cup. Uh, in 32 years, and uh, we did so uh, over a penalty shootout. So that was mine. What would it be for you guys? Cheers. That was uh, was sent in by Andrew Tin. On you, Andy. I'm just going to start with... There's 35 seconds to go. This is the one. It's coming back for Johnny Wilkinson. He drops for World Cup glory. It's up. It's over. He's done it. Johnny Wilkinson is England's hero yet again. And there's no time for Australia to come back. England have just won the World Cup. The 2003 Rugby World Cup. Johnny Wilkinson's drop goal. And who did we beat? Australia. Australia. No, nothing. No, I'm not just picking that one out just because it's Australia. It genuinely was. I mean, we've only, that's the only fucking cup England have won in my lifetime. So it's going to be that one, isn't it? It's not going to be getting to the semi-finals and get battered. <laughs> so. You go next, Ads. Um, I would have to say Lance Franklin kicking a thousand goals. Warner surely he looks for number twenty-three. Got him on short, and he's got it done. Nine hundred and ninety-nine goals, Buddy Franklin. The legend becomes immortal. That was good. That it's not. It's not gonna happen ever again. The game's changed, and kicking a thousand goals is a pretty remarkable stat now. So well done to both. That was quality. That was quality. That I it watched was that. And just seeing all the crowd run on the ground, mate, like it's it was fantastic. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. So yeah, that'd have to be mine. Do you remember that, do you, Dan? I watched it. Yeah, I watched it on TV. Who'd they play? Who did Sydney oh, play? Fuck the <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. What colours their jersey ball, anyway? <laughs> Pink. <laughs> what number? Go on, Josh. Go on, hey, boys. Go. Listen. Hewitt to Newman. And Carlton will hang on and win their eighth game in a row. Have a look at the Carlton fans at the MCG. They last played finals in 2013. They're on their way here since. The uh, 
96,500 people. <laughs> just a shout out to Carlton too. 185,000 people have attended our last two games. 96,500 people erupted to the point where the MCG was shaking. When he kicked that goal, that was the loudest slash craziest slash most ridiculous thing I've ever seen or heard in my life. No. Hold it off. Well, Josh, after 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 I give my answer to wrap up Andy's yeah, question, yeah. Um, you owe the listeners uh, the Carlton yeah. Club song, mate. So I sing the song. Start, mate. start warming up your vocal cords. <laughs> but my favorite, my favorite sporting moment was in 2013 when Troy Deeney scored uh, that goal in extra time to go through to the playoff finals. It was Watford v Leicester. Saves again. Absolutely astonishing. Now here come Watford. Forestieri. Here's Hogg. Deeney. Do not scratch your eyes. You are really seeing the most extraordinary finish here. It almost mirrors the final day. With the very last kick of this playoff semi-final, Troy Deeney wins it for Watford and sends them to Wembley. Deeney! Deeney! Oh. <laughs> it just, it went, you need to watch it with a uh, sound though, boys. It's nuts. Jesus got yeah. Julian Mbappe. Doesn't and he's mean. in the crowd with the with the fans. Yeah, that's... That, apparently, that was his family. He jumped in with his family. Yeah, the goalkeeper. There's that poor yeah. cat on his knees, man. That was the goalkeeper's oh, win. That. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh wow. That was quality. But no. Great. Good. Great question, Andy. On your mate. Fair yeah. fucking whack at goal too. That one. Another good question, Andy. Cheers, mate. All right, yeah. Josh. Popped sing away, brother. Yeah, I will in a minute. Just got to keep warming up the vocals. What do you mean in a minute? I just want to warm now. up the vocals. I just <laughs> nah, do it now. Let's go. We want it now. We'll do it after the AFL segment. No, we want it now because we're going to no, go. that's average. Run. We need to start it off. Come on, son. All right, we need, on, you need to get the background up for me. I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> get, it up. get it up on your phone. It's a, bit, will... it's a bit hard to do it without 96,000 people singing. <laughs> All right. All right, look, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Get get the get the tune up on your phone and we'll talk no, about the GWS I, game first. No. All right. Just get it up on your phone, on your YouTube or whatever you want. I can do that. Pusio. How does and it... Then, isn't it? Isn't it like the old um, Celtic song? It's a grand old team. Is it that one? No, 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 no. No, it's not that one. Um, That's Melbourne's. Is that? Yeah. Should we? Should we talk about the Port GWS game no, first? Let's not talk about that. I don't think we need to talk about that at all. Let's talk yeah, about. Let's Port talk about before I sing the song. Right. Yeah. Let's go. Ninety-six thousand people packed into the ground. <laughs> Melbourne absolutely dominate us for two and a half hours. Well, didn't dominate us, but the last quarter, right? They miss, miss, miss. And then Blue Boys with the Lion Heart come through. Two goals in two minutes. Fuck off, Melbourne. I think. <laughs> Fuck off, Sydney. Kiss my ass, Essendon. Fuck you, Richmond. Piss off, St. Hey. Kilda. Hey, hey, what did we do? Come on. Nah, actually, I'll be fair hey. to Essendon, but St. Kilda can get stuff. <laughs> We we made it to the finals. Now we're going to go up Saturday night. We're going to fucking show how everyone how overrated Char- Charlie Cameron is, <laughs> right? And we're for everyone that score. doesn't know, for everyone that doesn't know what's happened, is Melbourne scored seventy one and Carlton got over the top in the last minute. 
to score a match-winning goal and won by two points. So it was 71 to 73. And uh, <laughs> Josh is pretty excited, as most Blue fans would be. When was the last time you made the granny? 1999. I was five years old. There you go. Up the so, baggers. And last and time we won a grand final, I was 10 months old. And 2000 since the last prelim, correct? Yep. So I was six the last so, time we won the prelim. They've broken that record. Can they go on and break the other record the following week? So I'm know. all for them. I hope they get up, mate, for you. This, how, good is, how good is sport, though? Like, before we get <laughs> on to the song, I just want to talk about the two the two runs from both teams. So it's a 23-round season, the AFL. At round 15, Carlton were, four, were 15th with four wins and eight losses. GWS were, 15, oh, were 14th with 10 Sorry, we're late. 14th with 10 wins. Where are we? Sorry, with four wins and eight losses. So Carlton and GWS at round 15 were 14th and 15th. 10 rounds later or 11 rounds later, Carlton had 10 wins, one loss, and have won 10 of the last 11. GWS have won 10 of the last 12. So both teams were fourth and fifth last 10 weeks ago. Now they're into the prelim final. What a Can we just say... Can we just say with the Blues, that loss was against GWS where you put the bloody shoe in the rack, mate. Correct, correct. And and so, they are just as impressive as well. Like, both yep. clubs, are, theoretically, if you talk about deserving a grand final berth, it's probably Carlton and GWS at this stage with how awesome their turnaround's been. You never uh, know, mate. Yeah, GWS know. are impressive. Yeah, so ridiculous to think that both teams were fourth and fifth last, respectively, yep. 10 weeks ago, and now they're both in a preliminary final. Final four. Correct. How I've good got... is Walsh, mate? How well did that kid play? Mate, I am... Two... Sorry, I want to talk about no, it. No, go on. Go. Like, he... Aikers... I've got a question for you. Yeah, go. Um, but before I do no, that... I've got, two, I've got two questions for you, but I want you to sing the song first. All right. <laughs> put the, I'll put the frigging backing on. Fuck, you're annoying. <laughs> you promise the listeners. I'm <laughs> fighting for the listeners here. Yeah, Can you, yeah, you did music? promise for the listeners. Can hey, Josh, music? do you know the song? Me, he yeah, don't do know. You know your own song. No, he doesn't, he doesn't know, know it, does he? Ah, oh, conveniently he's gone quiet. Can't, yeah, can't yeah. hear. He's muted. Right, he's I'm going to share my. I'm going to share my screen. All right, Chris, you're going to just sing this. Just sing the song. You've been I a blue. Thought family. you were a thirty year member, mate. <laughs> no, 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 I'll sing it for you. If this has lyrics on, it we does. Of course, it does. Are, are we singing it? We are the old. Get up there, fuck you, Brisbane. <laughs> so, uh, apologise to all the listeners for Josh's Kmart mic. But I could not hear shit. Couldn't oh, hear a fucking yeah, word. Can How do I stop We are the Navy Blues. <laughs> can you hear me again? Yeah, can yeah, now. You again now. Good. I think it might have been the, the you sharing it and singing it at the same time might have been the issue. Maybe. Maybe just sing it now, mate, and we'll cut it. No, yeah, oh, sing it again. No. <laughs> Josh, you couldn't hear you, mate. All I could see was your lips moving. That's a shame. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. 
right. But, um, <laughs> my, my, my question to you, Josh, so that game, De Koning, man of the match or? Um, no. no. Uh, mate, my man of the match is the one that's currently playing with a fractured collarbone, Blake Akers. I've never yeah, seen a bloke work so hard up and down. I know you love Walshie and I do two ads, but Akers no, no, no. playing with I a love... fractured collarbone yeah. is nuts. No, I agree. No, that was a good effort. But I know I love Walshy, but, mate, he had fucking 35 disposals, and had two goals. goals. Yeah. Mate, had, like, nine clearances. Mate, phenomenal. You can't give it to anyone else. The Koning was good. The Koning was good. Don't get me wrong. Be top three. He changed the game for Carlton, but he didn't yeah. do much after that. Kicked so two you goals know, in right, as a Carlton fan, my blowtorch for this week's on Charlie Kerno. He, and, and Harry Mackay, because he'll come back in. The two of those, if we're going to make a grand final, those two need to do something this week. They've kicked three goals between them in two finals. Harry Mackay. Is that your other question? The, the, yeah, no, no, no. It's not my other question, but I'm saying because Josh mentioned Harry Mackay. Harry Mackay, he faked that injury. Yeah. Oh, he faked There is injury. a conspiracy. Right, wait, wait, no, wait, no. wait, wait. I'm not going to argue. How did Watch he it back. It? Watch it back. And no, then he's soft it. as fuck, mate. He's it was like shit. Watch it back. So the Why scat did he not that, even though? hit his head. The scat five test came Watch back it. with no. Ah, oh, no he's doing a stringer. He, he faked a concussion. No, he faked a concussion. He didn't even hit his head. No, That's... honestly, Carlton are a better team with Mackay in there. 100% we are. I said it from the start. He wouldn't have faked it, mate. It, it's a final. I know That's... he's out Watch of form, back, mate. I know. Watch no, I've back. seen it live, man. I've seen it live. Watch it but... back. I know, I've seen it live. Yeah, we heard you the first five times, mate. Oh, what I'm saying is, he hasn't faked it, mate. Like, he can't. He has. He couldn't have. But why would he fake that, Dan? Because he's a pussy old, He is a pussy old. So is his brother. Watch it back. In all seriousness, right, I was listening to an interview with with him. And I know you got if you can't handle the heat, you shouldn't be doing blah, blah, blah. But he was talking about how mentally draining it is to basically have your name banded around and, and insulted. Like, he was saying he it knows is. he is a liability to the team, but he's like, when you're hearing it every day, it's full on. Yeah. I think yeah. I think he will come out and star this week. I do think he needed a mental refresh. I don't think he could have played on the weekend. Whether there was a concussion there or not, who knows. There was definitely no contact to the head in that. He didn't, that he didn't, he didn't look like he was in it. <clears throat> My only thing is something... Did something might have happened beforehand that we didn't see? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. But as as Ad said, you play your best player, right? You don't buy a Lamborghini and park it in the garage and never drive it. And if that Lamborghini is not working, you get it fixed. So the he's thing not is, Lamborghini though is your Toyota Corolla. No, he's a Coleman medalist. He's a Coleman. Even if he is your Corolla at the moment, he still takes an opposition player. So that leaves Kerno one on one. But Ad Kerno's not getting double team. Kerno against Lever and May, it, it, they were phenomenal against Kerno. But having Mackay there, they can't do that shit. Ads, so I don't think. think. How good can Harry yeah. Mackay be? You're a footy man. How good is he when he's at his best? Oh, unbelievable, mate. He's, he's, best. he's one of Coleman, mate. He's one of the best forwards in the game. He's a confidence player. If he's down in confidence, that's it. They need to play. Go on. If I was a first year AFL watcher, right, I would look at Harry Mackay this season and go, he's probably got. I reckon he could count the amount of goals he has scored on one hand. I yeah, missed from gotta 15 remember, metres yeah, out. This, this is what we're saying about people putting too much pressure on the players, yeah? So, like I was saying earlier, he's a confidence player. If if people keep reaming him and all that shit, he's going to keep missing. He's feeling like shit, yeah? 
It's confidence yeah. playing, mate. Like he 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 obviously has won a common. He he is a good player. Like he, he he'll star this week. I guarantee you. Okay? I hope so. No, hope so. he will. He'll come out and mate, kick four. He's kicked. Mark he Hayworth. kicked forty-five goals last year. And he's kicked thirty-two goals. Correct. Correct. And oh, thirty-two oh. still fucking good. So him and him and Charlie have kicked one hundred and thirteen goals between them. I think. Yeah. He needs. I think to we put too much pressure on him, mate. Agreed. He needs to play high up the ground this week. We we cannot yeah. afford to have Charlie and Harry both playing deep. We need one but, of them to be playing up the ground, the other one to be playing key forward. How many times who'd you play in your first week again? It was um Sydney. Sydney. How many times did he mark the ball down the wing yeah. and create an option down deep? Like he just doesn't need to score goals. You He's know, a big body. Yeah. Do you know, like oh, it shits me when people say he's shit. Like mm. he, he has shit games, but he is better for the team than he's not. Correct. You know, so, he, he needs to play a Nick Rewalt brand, mate, where... He does, correct. Right now, yeah. having Harry Mackay up forward lining up for goals is not going to be a benefit to anyone. He needs to be up in the wing yeah. where even if he screws up a kick, it's just an entry yeah. in 50. Those misses, yeah, man. Correct. Imagine if you were him at that point. 90,000 people basically hating on you. I... Yeah. yeah. You've got to think I'd, when it all started too, where... All your members were fucking Reeman Carlton because yeah. of this shit start. That they were all Reeman Harry men. Yeah. They were fucking slammed because he's Harry. the guy that's meant to get you the goals. That's why he's getting reamed. And yeah. this is why I was reaming Max King last year. Because yeah, Max King it... isn't bad, man. Fucking put pressure on players. No, no, he's not, he's not bad. Harry, I'm not saying Harry Mackay is bad. I'm just saying his recent performance is awful. And like, so yeah, what yeah. needs to change? Max King went away, injured, can, came back, and he had a new like sort of fire in his belly. You know what I mean? I can tell so you that, what doesn't need a change is Harry's bloody effort, mate. That doesn't need a change. Oh, he he puts, always he gives puts effort. In the and, shift. That, yeah. and that's and things will change, mate. Footy's a funny game. If you put in effort, things will change. Mate, oh yeah, this is the goals come. Sport, it's yeah. funny. He's oh, this sport. year is his leading possession get. In terms of possessions, he's got more possessions possessions this year than any year before. He's got more marks this year before than any year before. But the simplicity of a sports fan, and this is every sport, right? In soccer, it's how many goals you kick off football. In in um in NFL, it's how many touchdowns. In NRL, it's how many tries. In AFL, it's how many goals. That's one component. And half the time, the people that kick the most goals, they're just finishing off the hard work from everyone else up the ground. Cherry pickers, mate. I think defenders are the most important aspect of any team. And 100%. as much as I love Charlie, Jacob Wiedering's our best player. Jacob, we- I love Walshie, I love Cripper. Jacob Wiedering's our best player by far. Perfect example to your scenario there, Josh, yeah? Who does Essen have in the back line? Fucking no one. And this is why we get spanked each week. And so everyone, perfect, and everyone talks man. about two-meter Peter and... and Correct. Um, Harry Jones. Merritt and Harry Jones. Yeah. They're just finishing off the work. If you haven't got a Weedering yeah. down back or a, or a McGovern, look, our back line, man, our back line Fucking is McGovern, McGovern Kemp, <laughs> Weedering, Newman, Sarge, and Chincotta. Those six players are rated in the top 30 players in the competition this year. Our yeah. six defenders are in the top 35 players, sorry, in the competition. That is why we are in a prelim. Not nothing mm-hmm. to do with Charlie or Cripper. <clears throat> they do a great job. Defence is just holding up. 
Um, and they forced Melbourne to miss on Friday night through pressure. Melbourne shots yeah. were coming from snaps and boundary goals and and 55 metres out because we weren't giving them easy shots. So, so. yeah, defence is key in my opinion. Yeah. Let's let's not take away from Melbourne's game too. I know they lost, but they, they had a good game. They, they had a great a game. game. Yeah, they had a great game. It was a good game. It was a great game as a spectator. I'm glad the Blues won for you, but it was a great yeah. game as a general spectator of the AFL. So. Was it as brutal as it looked at the ground? Oh, yeah. It's like a brutal yeah. contest. Yeah, pressure. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But at uh, one stage, sorry, Dan, at one stage, it was like two minutes, man, of hard contested footy. And like that ball was slipping around like soap, mate. It was that intense. Love it. It was nuts. Sorry, Dan, keep rolling on, mate. No, I was going to say, let's move on to the Port GWS game. Yeah, let's move on. Because that 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 was just as good, man. It was a good game. That was a, but that was a great game. Standards winners this game. I'll I'll start with a question for for both of you. How did Port lose at home? What went wrong? Um, First of all, you can't um, take away GWS's uh, game style these days. Like no, you no, you can't. But the Um, consensus this whole year was Port are the team to beat at home. I I personally just think Port choked, mate. No. I, I got one word for you. All right, slow and fast. Porter slow. GWS are fast. Yeah. GWS and and Iden Connor Iden is I think the most underrated player in the AFL. He plays off half back for GWS. Yep. Adam Kingsley and, and GWS they hammered Port Adelaide with pace. And that's what they've been doing. That's why GWS, they, they call it the orange tsunami because they are just killing teams with pace. They are yeah. breaking teams apart on the rebound. So the, there's a stat that the last four premiership winners in the AFL have been leading the stat for goals from turnover or scores from turnover. GWS are the number one team with scores from turnover by four or five goals. So they are destroying teams with pace, which you can't get system can't stop that. You can't a system can't stop pace. Right? No. Pace is, is the biggest no. weapon. And not just that, adds they're killing it with their skills as well. They um I can't remember the motto on top of my head now is it was something when they kept saying after the game with the commentators, they kept saying, no matter where we play or who we play we come up to win. Like, like we're always going to win. Like, they're not afraid of travelling. And that's Anyone says thing. that when they're winning, though. Everyone no. says, oh, we no. come to win. Like, but everyone's motto is to win at the end of the day. They have played at nearly every stadium this year and have nearly won at every have, game. No, they've won at every, every stadium they've played at. Nearly. Won 11 there you games. Go. Yeah, but so, your, your team motto is not going to be like, we come to lose. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw a bit of um, the game and I saw that, that um, Jack Butters. Uh, did you Zach, see what happened with Zach, the, Sorry, Zach. Zach Butters. Did you see what happened yeah, with yeah. him and the water girl? Yeah. Did yeah. you guys see that, that I sent yeah. on the group? Yeah. yeah. I Go think on, just what, explain it. Well, he's gone to, to take a... He set himself up for a, for a shot on goal. And obviously he wants to get right in the corner near the stand, yeah? And the, the water girl or whatever she is, she's the... Um, I think she's the she's water just, girl. She's the water girl. She's like a yeah. uh, trainer as well. A trainer, yeah, that's right. And she's had her chair there and she gets out of the way for him and then he picks her chair up, launches her chair out of the way 
And then if that wasn't enough to embarrass the girl, he then makes a meal out of it and puts his hand in her face and is, you know, like, what are you doing? Move. And I just think what a absolute flog. And I'm quite you'd, happy that Port Adelaide lost. You'd be surprised that, how many times that, that happens, moment, yeah. mate. You'd be surprised how many times that happens. But still, like, I mean, if you're on TV, I think the respect for him and Port Adelaide just went out the window then. And I think everyone was like, actually, yeah, nah. fuck him. And yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't yes, reckon man. that. I don't. That doesn't happen. Not to that extent. He deliberately. Not to that extent. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. And he's no. A, I'm not. He's a fuckhead. I'm glad they lost for that. He's a no, no, no. I'm not saying it was right yeah. what he's done, but I'm saying you'd be surprised at how many times they fucking they throw the chair or they crack the sooks or yeah, it but, just looks like because the girl was yeah. quite young. And the girl was, was kind young. Of it was in her face. I get that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, and then, like, you'd be surprised how many times that actually happens. But not but you go, directed at someone. You go and, em- you go and yeah, embarrass. Yeah. You go and embarrass yeah, a young yeah. girl just so you can have a good shot on goal. Like, well done, you you, you scored the yeah. goal, but you, like, no, you at, missed what, it. at what cost? Did you miss it? Yeah, you missed it. Well, yeah. even better. No, even better. Like, yeah. I don't like, care. No, I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm agreeing with I you. Hope, I hope what he was- doesn't win the brown low. No, you can't take no, you can't take that away from him. He's had a good year. He's not going to win the. Like, if you, if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that to someone that's literally got up and out your way, yeah, you don't. No, so you should think, lose. I think we're being harsh on him. Even no. the umpire, even the umpire said you're you're too far back. You need to come a metre forward because he's he's made he's made a point of going. Yeah, he's going the, off the line. He's go. He went. Yeah, he's going off the line. He's gone all the way back to the point where her chair is against the railing. Yeah, yeah and he's made yeah. a point by move to the left, you prick. Yeah, yeah. he's making right. a mountain out of a molehill, man. Exactly. You could. He could have well, asked nicely. You know, I know it was tight on time. It was towards the end of the game, but still, he's a I know, massive yeah. bellend. I know it shouldn't happen like that, but I don't think we should turn around and say he shouldn't win the Brownlow. Like that's rough. He won't. He's don't deserve it. You don't deserve it, mate. He shouldn't win the Brownlow because he hasn't been the best player. No, he won't win the Brownlow because he hasn't been the best player. He definitely won't win it. But I don't Was think it? we should say that he shouldn't win it. No, no. Tell you, you know what, what we should do though. Going well, staying on the Brownlow topic is we all should do a Brownlow prediction before that Monday. There's no prediction. Just- Bontempelli's to lose. I'll run down Burke Street naked if he doesn't win it. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, oh, I've already got. I've already got now. my multi on. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about it. But... Wait. <laughs> All right, Wait, we'll, we'll, on? On the we'll be recording or? next Sunday anyway, so we'll do a big drop there, and everyone yeah, can say Monday, but... Monday. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Um, should we recap the UFC from last weekend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Strickland with a surprise win over Israel Adesanya. Did you guys um did you guys watch the fight? Yeah, Adesanya's an arrogant prick. Well, <laughs> this is I mean, he's lost his out of the last four fights he's made, he's had, he's lost three. So w- what happens to every good fighter when they, you know, secure the bag and they get cocky? What what starts happening naturally? They start losing. Mm. They all start losing. Conor McGregor did. They bite off too much more than they can chew, pretty much. Like Adesanya went up to fight Volkanov, gone up a weight, got beat up. He comes down a weight, fights Pereira, got beat up. And now he's lost to Strickland, who by like is nowhere near as good as a fighter as Israel Adesanya. But I just, I just don't think he could handle his um, boxing stance because he stands like old school. He stands like this. And he just boxed him out of the game. Israel hardly threw kicks. Every kick he, he threw, he checked. 
Like Strickland went in there with a plan, and that was to stand close, check kicks, and box in. Yeah, and I think to be honest, I just think Strickland was very intelligent going into that fight. Izzy is a big, tall, lanky motherfucker. Mm. He's got really, really long legs. He's got a really long reach. It's something stupid. Isn't it like an 86-inch reach or something stupid like that? He's a big guy. Yeah, he's he's a big lad. I might be talking out my ass there with that reach, but Mm. it's it's big anyway. Um, What, your ass or his reach? Shut up. And Strickland, just he kept his distance the whole fight. And he just he just picked Izzy off the whole fight, yeah. and that that heavy right hand in the first round that rocked yeah. him, man. That rocked him massively. Yeah, yeah. but that's uh, what he, that's what he went in to do. That's what Strickland does. He just boxes. He doesn't yeah, mess around and, with MMA like he does. Well, I mean, he's in MMA, but like, he doesn't mess around with grappling and all that stuff. Like, here's my thing. Like, yeah, UFC is a is it's MMA. Yeah, you're allowed to basically do whatever you want, but. Mm. I, I always think if you stand up and box, that's where the real fight's at. Yeah. Like where you throw, you throw a few kicks and you box. Like rolling around on the floor for five rounds, it is boring. But that's part boring, of the game. Yeah. That's part of the game. I'm not moaning about it, but yeah, it's part of it. So I do respect fighters when they stay on their feet and they actually, you know, they have it out. He's got an 80 yeah. inch reach. 80, there you go. Yeah, it's very big. I mean, John yeah. Jones has got an 84 and a half inch reach. Yeah, but John Jones is an absolute animal. Yeah, he. but yeah. for me, he's the only UFC champion that has backed himself every time, even mm. though the money got to him and he you know, gets on the bags every weekend and whatnot. <laughs> he, <laughs> he backs himself every week. He comes in, he does the job. But if you bite off more than you can chew, if you're going up a weight class, be, expect to get battered because your body is built or is uh, genetically built to withstand so much. Yeah. And if you go up a weight class, your body isn't ready for that shit. Your body isn't ready for these, you know, heavyweights that are going to hit you. And it's like a, you know, it's like a bus hitting you. Hey, Chrissy, I know what you said about John Jones, right? But when we talk about greatest UFC fighters of all time, do we leave Mm. bloke out purely because he's Russian? How how is Khabib not spoken in the same? Oh, a different weight class. Someone, sorry, yeah. just Khabib. But yeah. we all all I hear is about John Jones being the greatest UFC fighter of all time. But is Khabib sorry. not? I know because it's different weight classes, but he destroyed everyone's so, path. He didn't lose, did he? I think with no. Khabib, like he he beat um, he beat uh, McGregor and then he retired, didn't he? But I yeah, think he was thirty two and zero, wasn't he? He he smashed Jessica so. but he could. Yeah. He could have gone on, but he nearly got tapped out by Justin Poirier with a with a rear guillotine. But and he beat him. So I, yeah, he did beat him. Yeah, he got out of it. Still, but yeah. he, for me, he he retired too too young, too early because he, I think his dad something to do with his dad, and then he and then he, did he pass away, and then he just I, decided to retire. Um, yeah, now I think he's, so. I'm not sure. Now he's that, mentoring but... um, his cousin, or is, is it his cousin? Yeah, I can't remember yeah. his name though. Um, um, Khabib is a, an outstanding grappler. Like it's boring though. It's boring. Yeah, it's I, so I, boring. You're gonna always remember him in the UFC as one of the greatest, right? But for me, yeah. you know, John Jones just mixes it up, throws the elbow, Not the most like, throws the yeah. boxing, kicking. He can grapple. He can take down. Like he can do it all. Whereas if you, it Khabib, he's just like I can grapple. 
just I'm going to go you... for the takedown and I'm going to I'm going to smother you. I'm going to get you in a you know yeah. I'm going to get you in a full guard. Uh, sorry, not in a full guard, full lock, and I'm just going to smother you. If you if you put Khabib in a boxing ring, he'd lose. Hundred percent. Yeah, he'd lose but... straight up. Oh look, credit to Strickland. Like he done well. He kept his distance. Yeah. He he just outboxed. Is he at the end of the day? And yeah. That was it. There'll be a rematch. Perfect. I hope so. I Perfect hope so. Will, yeah. Yeah. Um, for this for this week, boys, I've just got a question for you all. Go go in to the NBA. So the NBA has introduced a new rule for this season. So I've got a few bullet points here. I'll read them out and then we can have a little uh, little discuss. So the NBA has introduced new rules that will allow teams to only rest one of their star players in each game this season. The league's board of governors want to ensure its star players appear in more games, particularly nationalised or nationally televised matchups and in-season tournament that is being added this year. The new rules focus primarily on star players. Someone who has been on the All-Star or the All-NBA team in any of the prior three seasons, there are 50 players who fit in this star category. So the league will have the ability to penalise teams that violate the policy by fining them $100,000, that's £80,000, or or for the first infraction, and $250,000 for the second, each successive violation will increase by $1 million. Good. Jesus. First of all, 150 is fuck all for the NBA, but once you yeah. put the million dollars in, yeah. Mm. So, I've, I mean, I've got my opinion on this, so who wants to start? Good. Mate, good you think yeah. it's a good thing? Absolutely. Just stops I think I'm in between you. It makes the competition fairer. These people that are watching the game are paying a fortune to go and watch the best, not to watch some B-grade team. Correct. I'm, in, I'm I'm on the fence here. I don't I don't know if I like it or not. I'm only saying that because for obviously what Josh just said, like you want to go and see the star players, you're gonna um like your fuck I've lost the word like the like your sponsorships and all that's going up and shit. Yeah, if they're not playing, then they're not making money. But I'm also on the same sort of line where. Players need a rest. It's a long season. It's 84 games. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Aren't they saying one player can be rested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One like, player can be rested. One. Rotate, one player. One game off a month. One star player. Yeah. One star so player if you've a month. Four star players rest one each, one a week. But how many games do they play a week, Adam? It's the eight, like you said, 84 oh, games. For a week, season. they could play up to three games. Three or four. That's nuts. That's yeah, nuts, man. Yeah. And training. Chris? And what's your opinion? I think it's it's a lot to only be able to arrest one player, one star player per game. So you're saying that if you have three star players that you can't rest two of them for so, one game. Yeah, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Let's go. You just said it. There's top 50 and there's 30 teams in the NBA, correct? So the so, top 50 players. Yeah. Statistically, it's only really going to affect maybe 15 teams or so. Yeah, but still. So it's I cannot see this other than you are literally being penalised for being good. No, literally, someone is there. The, the league is sitting there with a hot stick going, you've got to play. Pope, no, play, I don't, play. I, don't, don't care if you're tired, play. No, because the NBA play. are looking at it like this, mate. 
So it's it's a money hungry grabbing thing. It so is a money hungry. That's grabbing. all it is. So that's Dan, all it is. That's every so let's say let's say um, next year. Let's say Tottenham. I oh, I won't use Tottenham. Let's say no. Go for it. Use Tottenham. Let's say Tottenham were coming out to play Arsenal, and yeah. you pay, you and you and Chris have paid five hundred pound each or a thousand dollars to go watch it, and then a week before the game they say, All right, no Madison, no Son. No, um, this, no that, and then Arsenal say, all right, no Sucker, no um, Ramsdale, no. So and they've just rested ten of their star players each, and then you pay five hundred dollars to watch some B grade team. You'd be okay with that? Like, no. At the end of the day, you're not going to be very happy because you're not going to see all those star Mate. players. But so if the players hold their hand up and go, Coach, I'm knackered, man. Like I've played three <clears> games <throat> this week. I've done training every cool. day. I am knackered. That's all right. So, no. coach, you can so, reduce so they play. salary and give it back to the fans that are paid to come and watch me play. No, you, no, no, you no, can, no. Hang on. That's the consequence, maybe. But... There's still one star play rested, so that goes back to the management and exactly analyzing who needs one... to rest more. You can rest one star player per game. It doesn't matter. There's 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 teams that only have one or two stars. There's not like five stars on each team. So then, so then that'll be fine. So and that's what I'm saying. Could, like it's not, it's not bad. Like it's not. Yeah. It's if, not there were, bad if you had a, if you had a team full of star players, yeah, like it would be difficult. But if you've only got one or two, then that's that doesn't seem that bad. Let's go to Boston. Like Boston have Jalen Brown and um, Jason Tatum. They're probably the only two in the top fifty. Maybe another one. Maybe Brooke Lopez. Who cares? But those two, people want to see. Do you know what I'm saying? So as long as one of them's on the court, you've you've earned your money. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't mind. Right. And I don't, so, yeah. so do we only support the teams because of the players then? Yeah. I do. Is that, is, that, is that what you're trying to say? It's, well, yeah. Mate, NBA is known. NBA is known for swapping teams and following players. How many people yeah. would have swapped from the Cavs to the Lakers for LeBron? Mate, and these clubs have got the best sports scientists money Correct. can buy, right? So how many games would you play in a month roughly? So in the peak of the NBA, how oh. many games in a month? Give or take. 30, 20, 10, 15? Nah, not 30. Maybe 12. 12. All right, so you 12, played 12 yeah. in a month. So you say to Jalen Brown and who was the other one? Jason Tatum. You say, right, you're gonna, we're going to give you two games off a month. Correct. So, Jason, you'll miss the games one and games nine in October. And the yeah. other one, you'll miss games four and games 12 in October. Therefore, they're playing three games and then a break, three games and then a break, three games and then a break. Three, if you're telling me three games of basketball in a row is a lot, then these players don't deserve to be getting paid $40 million a year, whatever they're getting. Like, no, I don't, game, I don't think three games is a lot. I think backing up season after season after season is a lot. But that's what like I get they, paid big bucks for. But they do, and they sign up for it. It's nothing new. It's not like the NBA has just been yeah. like, oh, this year we're going to do eight months of NBA. Like it's a it's a big shocker. And if you imagine like, if no, like could you imagine if your work did that though? If if you just went and said, "Oh no, I've done six weeks of night shifts. So I'm not showing up this week. Can't be bothered. Sorry, I can't just go to my boss and say I need time. I'm I'm buggered. I need every Wednesday and Thursday off for the next ten weeks. Like these, it's their job. That's what they're paid to do. You can't be getting rested, resting five <clears> players every game or every two games. I don't. I don't think it's a bad rule, but I feel like it also <clears throat> fucks the teams up that have actually 
done the hard yards early and are going to play finals and go deep in finals, they then can't rest players. Yeah, that's fair enough. But you can still rest one at a time. Is that right? Yeah. So, So Josh, this goes back to your question a few weeks ago that you asked, are we expecting too much of players? This is a prime example of expecting too much from players because we pay for it. We're entitled to see them, are we? No, I think that if the rule was that you can't rest any of your star players, then I'd say that's bullshit. But they're still letting you. They're just capping it at how many you can because if you're, I don't know, if Boston are going to play Toronto, I don't know, who's a shit team now? Phoenix are good now. Who's a crap? Whoever. Let's say they're going and Orlando. Orlando. And then every time every good team goes to play Orlando, they go and rest five of their best players. True. And then anyone pays to see Orlando play that want to go watch LeBron James or anyone, everyone just I go think, and rest them. I don't like I think all I think all we need to look at is if, you know, NBA is worldwide, yeah? So let's say what we said earlier, Josh, like I'm going to go over to America. I'm going to spend all my money on flights, all my mm-hmm. money on accommodation. I want to go and see those big star players play and all three of them rest, mate. I'd be fucking fuming. So I think that's where we end it there. I think one's good. That's my opinion anyway. Is that oh, your no, question, was, Dan, or is that coming that was, in? No, no, no. That that was what I did a bit of research this week yeah, and found that. So, yeah, no, that was just a question to all you boys. But um, Love it. Anyone got any last last little bits before we wrap up? Should we um, do a flog of the week? And yeah, it can't be on. anyone on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw you looking at me, you dog. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, I would take that for the line bike incident. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vlog of the week. Vlog of the week. I'll say Zach Butters. I'll say Brandon Smith. I don't know. You haven't given me any warning. (laughs) I'm I'm torn. To be fair, I'm torn between those two. And I I think, nah, Zach Butters. Go on, Ads. I I don't want to say Zach Butters, mate. Say Brandon Smith. Why? Play for you? No, because all of you have said Zach Butters. You can't offend outside. We'll stop ripping on him, all right? He doesn't want this. Good app. All right, well, two two against one then anyway, if you're not going to vote, you flog. Yeah, no, it'd have to be Zach. Fuck yes. I just wanted to be... Zach is the flog of the week. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, good episode, boys. Um, Socials, last last social shout-out ads. You do it. Yeah. Uh, Go on Insta, guys, the Sports Society podcast. Chris hit the nail on the head earlier, so get on there, email us, and we'll get your questions. All right. Like and subscribe on YouTube, boys. Boom. Same with the email, guys. Um, record it, send it into the Sports Society podcast at gmail.com. We're also on TikTok. Give us a follow us on there. <laughs> oh, look, look, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're too shy to, to record a message for whatever reason, just send us one in. Just type it, send it in. You can email it to us, send it to us on Insta. Whatever you want to do, balls in your court. Yep, 100%. Excuse the pun. Awesome. Yeah, the boys. All right, boys, I'll see you next week. Have a good week, boys. Cheers, boys.